everybody, and welcome back to the Crystal City Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition game, actual play podcast, based on the journeys through the Radiant Citadel, and another fun little adventure that we're going to be bringing everybody into. I am your Dungeon Master, Riku, or Chris. You can find me on social media as Pup Riku or Puppy Riku. You can also find me here on the Vibe Tribe on various other games. I also am the Game Master for the Academy. I also play in Brave New Wild, Tavern Tales, and A Walk Among Gods. Tonight, it is a fun, fun time. The team has found the lamp, and what is going on with that? We're in for a lot of fun, the mysteries of what has been going on, as well as the rest of these fun adventures. But before we get into that, let's reintroduce you to our players, starting uh, with Dakota. Hi, I am Dakota Orshiro. This is my second night in a row going first, I think. I play... I think so. Was I not? Mikey went my fight first. Oh... Anyway, I play CL, who's a, a Rune Knight fighter slime thing. You can also find me here on Vibe Tribe in a variety of shows. I play in Call of the Deep, The Academy, Tavern Tales, Duskvale. I think that's it in this one. You can also find me on Mondays over on God's World Life Phase 2 on ADH Adventures. Yeah, let's have a fun time. I'm excited. Awesome. Next up, Josh. Howdy, everybody. I am Josh. He, him. I am playing Kathira, the Warforged Sorcerer, they, them. And yeah, you can find me at the Questing Cast, where I GM my own game. And hopefully it will be released someday. But you can find us, Questing Cast, on YouTube, Twitter, all that. Fantastic. Next up is Casey. Hi everyone, I'm Casey. I play Dorset, who is a water genasi druid. I to think there for a second, sorry. You can find me on Tavern Tales as well, and in the streets. Good evening. Alright, next up, Sutton. Good evening everybody, it's Sutton. Or if you're on the TikToks, Cosmos Prefect, or... Anywhere else, just look for Parky.tv, because, yeah, I still have Parkinson's. I checked again today. Yeah, tonight, tonight it's uh, your favorite dwarf, Steve. And, uh, yeah, Steve's awesome. Steve's cool. Steve is awesome. And finally, we have Mikey. Hello, everyone. This is Mikey, the founder of Vibe Tribe Productions. You can follow me all over the internets at various iterations of Pop Culture Geek. You can also follow all of us collectively at Vibe Tribe Productions across the same social media sites. Make sure to give us a follow because we have a lot of actual play podcasts and a lot of pop culture podcasts in the works. And there's just a little something for everyone. But I am excited to be in the player's seat for this adventure, bringing you the lovable Ambrose, your Tempest cleric, and now multi-classed into wizard. We're going to wait until we get our arcane tradition to reveal what exactly I will be doing with that. (laughs) But I'm excited. This is going to be a fun. This is going to be a fun one. This is going to be great. (laughs) Excuse me. Oh, yeah. That's right. You already. I'm dying. (laughs) That's your fault. <laughs> you already... God damn it, fuck. 
Just take your breath away, apparently. I blame the bears. Duh, bears. What's it called? You already started multi-classing. That's right. That's why you don't have your arcane tradition yet. No. I'm not. I'm an impatient person. I already know what I want, and we're going with it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So where we left off, you have all returned from the Dinsing Market, where... Along with your great work that you've done there, you were also gifted a box that you later find out when going to the magical authorities contains a magic lamp. The officer there told you about a criminal wizard named Jondaleth who fled into the lamp to escape capture. And due to their old nature and lack of strength they offer you a reward of 800 gold to apprehend the wizard by going into the lamp and retrieving him and that's where we left off before you are all able to give a decision i also want to point out one other thing i forgot to mention at the top unfortunately we are missing one person kilt who plays our lovable lovable dish pit acolyte saute is unfortunately not feeling well and will not be here tonight. We wish him well, but he should be back soon. All right. So, the officer sta is standing there and is awaiting your decision on whether or not you want to help them pursue this evil wizard. Is this a quest? I guess you could call it a quest. I'm offering you money for it. Fuck, I don't have a face. I'm going to turn <laughs> toward, towards the rest of the party and just kind of look at them with my no face as a blob. You just blob your way into turning. It doesn't really look like you're turning. You're just shifting around. Oh, my God. I'm so tempted to want to give him a Koro Sensei face, but that's up to Dakota if he wants that. <laughs> Oh my god, have you, have anyone here got a chance to see or play Hi-Fi Rush? So good. I've seen a little bit of it. The robot dude that draws his emotions on his face? That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I can move every part of my body, right? So I can make little facial features in my body? That's what mm, we'll do. Yeah, true. This is the strat. We'll do that. Okay. Gotcha. I'm gonna give you guys the eyes. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. It's 800 gold. <laughs> No, I have no objections. It's either that but or... But I do need to go... I, I do need to go to a store. You need to go to a store? Yeah, I need to buy a diamond. Oh! Oh, yeah, that's right. You have the money for the diamond, right? In a manner of speaking, I have <laughs> goods for which I can trade a diamond. My series of stores where I exchange hot sauce for diamonds... I'm going to say, I'm going to say you spent the morning doing so, so you've been able to collect enough to purchase said diamond. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say you took care of that this morning because it was very important high on your to-do list. <laughs> wow, impressive. You got that done quick. So, what you thinking? If no one has any objections, I guess we're going into the lamp question mark. <laughs> mark? Yeah. I feel like getting bottled up. Yes. Nothing else on my agenda. All right. Well, then what? Glad to have your help. 
we'll keep the lamp here for a safekeeping, but you're you're all free to return here whenever you'd like to enter it. It's a magic lamp, so for many folks, it's pretty pretty obvious how to get in there. Yes. Is there a... <laughs> so the lamp has a spit, right? Like a... An... Yeah. How big is that? Would you say there's like an inch of room there? Oh, God, it's smaller than that. It's a oh, half an inch. Okay, would you say there's an inch anywhere on this? No, just how it's okay. made, no. Fair enough, fair enough. You could try to squeeze in the spout. I'm, I very much wanted to. Yeah, we'd like I'm, a little room. Like I said, you could try to. Yeah, let's try. Why not? All right. So you go ahead and you try to slime your way into the front of the spout. And it's just, even for your amorphous body, it's still, it seems like it's just not, you're just not going to fit. But as you feel your body rubbing against the lamp, you are kind, you see your vision as you're looking into the lamp as air begins to blow out of the spout at you. Eventually, it reaches a force that it pops you out of the front of the spout, and you all begin to hear a shrill scream from it, similar to that of a boiling kettle. It, the sound and the intensity is increasing to almost a painful level until it just abruptly stops. In about a heartbeat later, you hear the spout as it begins hissing, as if it's reversing the airflow now. And as big as you are, you feel it starting to draw you into it as well. The pull grows stronger until you feel drawn towards the lamp as your vision bends and distorts in a split second. You've, you feel a distinct impression of a hook pulling beneath your stomach and a second letter... Later, you were drawn into the spout's black. You tumble endlessly for what seems like miles passing in a matter of seconds. Suddenly, you land heavily onto cushions that break your fall. So you got in the spout. Not the way you were expecting to, but you got in the spout. Wow, it's a lot roomier in here than I thought. <laughs> Are all lamps like this? I think this one's just smaller on the outside. Fab. So you guys can see the map? Cool. It worked. In the center of this sandstone chamber are two thick pillars, each bearing a stout, shimmering iron chain. The chains are attached to manacles binding a large, imposing figure. Their skin has an opaline glimmer, and their shoulders, heads, and Sorry, wow. And their shoulders and heads sag forward with exhaustion. A crackle of energy periodically dances along the chains, forcing the figure to convulse with a groan of agony. They struggle to open their eyes at the sound of your approach, as you see a rich blue blaze within their sockets. Oh no. One second. Hello. See what happened to your character on the screen? What about it? Oh, there he is. 
Yeah, it was stuck <laughs> underneath the... It was hidden under somebody. Never go. mind. The rest of the chamber stands in stark contrast with his imprisonment. Elaborate bas, bas reliefs of mystical creatures are carved into the walls, and one corner of the room sports several large cushions and, and lounge chairs. The eastern and southern walls hold elaborately carved arches holding shimmering surfaces that ripple with liquid gold. As this figure that you are standing in front of is groaning a bit, looks up at you. Hello. Hello, adventurers. Welcome to the lamp. Are you here to end and my imprisonment? You could tell by the way he's talking. It's... I guess the best way is an NPC that knows he's an NPC and has repeated something way too many times. Are you John DeLeth? Not quite. The man you seek is further within this lamp. He has kept me captive to drain me of my power and use it for his own good. You know, I don't think we're here to save you. No, wait. Is this also a quest? I do want to be released. So if you release me, I will grant each of you one wish. Each of us? Each of you. It is truly the most precious thing I can offer. What's the catch? Are you one of those tricky ones? Yeah, is, yeah. Is there what's there's a downside maybe or something or fine print? This lamp is deeper than it looks, and John Deleth is using my magic to his own corrupt ends. It is very dangerous with inside, brimming with chaotic energy. That. Even that even I can't break. But it is my energy. Within the walls of this lamp, there are a few sigils you might come upon that if you bring them back to me, I might be able to improve your chances of survival through here. No matter how many times it takes. What do you mean by that? The magic that this lamp contains in this place will undoubtedly reveal itself to you. This place will test you, but no, do not fret, because any harm is just temporary. Do any of Can't you... Can't die in the lamp? Yes, you could die in the lamp. <laughs> Outside the lamp. But we don't stay dead? That's if... what I read. Did any, everyone else understood that as well, right? Yeah, it's mostly dead. Or... I don't know. You will... If you were to expire while here in the lamp, you will return outside of it. So, like that play that Tom Cruise play, Edge of Tomorrow. 
Who's this Tom Cruise? Hey. Right. No. No idea. Uh, do he's any of you? Short. He's a gnome. Act. A gnome? Oh God. Oh no. How tall is Tom Cruise? I don't know. As gnome Chris, size. He's gnome gnome, size. He's a, he's gnome size now. So editor, so editor, just as the point out, you can cut this out. Josh, every time it seems that you talk, you get cut out like halfway through, my friend. So at least on my end, I feel like I'm missing oh. half of it. Double check that Discord isn't being a little uh, punk. <laughs> doing noise cancellation. That could do it. Or if the threshold to pick up your voice is too high. You only um, have two quests in one day. This is dope. Do any of you have the keen have keen mind? Nope. nope. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Cool. So if you would like to release me, these chains can be broken with a scimitar known as Lagma's Crescent. Lagma's which, Crescent. Which John DeLeth currently has in his possession. Oh, fun. Sorry, Chris, to, to back it up. You said Keen Mind, right? His name, John. Keen Mind, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have senses, not mind, so carry on. Can you read out Keen Senses for me? It just gives me proficiency in perception. <laughs> That's all it is. Uh, let me see something right here. Was somebody else going to say something? I was going to ask if... So, what does this guy look like? He, you said he's, like, very genie-ish, right? He is a, a jinn. Okay. He is a very tall blue jinn who... He seems he definitely looks a lot more older and more powerful than regular jinn. I just realized we never asked him for his name. That's rude of us. <laughs> Can I ask him how long he's been here in Primordial? Can I ask him how long he's been here in Primordial? Yes. He replied to you. He's been here. He's been an occupant of this lamp for as long as he recalls. But he definitely has been captured here. For much longer than he should. So, I, I do have keen mind. I forgot. I just, I just checked that. Oh, okay. So, Sutphin, something that you notice as he explains the fact that yes, you can die, but you don't actually die, and all this stuff. You could get you get the sense outside of the lamp and outside of this sort of demi plane that time has pretty much stopped the moment you entered the lamp. So that if you were to exit the lamp, you would basically return back to essentially right at the moment where you left into the lamp. Back to the stats, back to back to the health that you were at, and whatnot. Did we want to do introductions? Is this a thing? Yeah, I think it's only fair. <laughs> Gonna ask for his name. Sure. So Ambrose steps up. Apologies. Where are my manners? My name is Ambrose. These are my compatriots, which they can introduce themselves in a little bit. But uh, before we continue, what is your name, my friend? <laughs> yes, my name is Mashwan 
Not even going to try to phonetically spell that out. Do you have business cards? <laughs> no. <laughs> he just looks at you oddly and goes, Y'all are the strangest adventurers I have ever come across. Have you come across many adventurers? Yes. You don't and seem very ecstatic about that. Because over time, over trying over and over to save me, most just give up. They'll come, they'll start showing up less and less till eventually not at all. And then a new group shows up and it all starts over again. How many groups have gone through here? I've lost count at this moment. Some will bring new people with them. Some come with less. I see them age as they continue to try. But I don't really have a count on how many in the past. So you're saying you think people have spent their entire lives trying to work their way through this life? Yes. Give hey, somebody a wish. Shoot. Wishes are powerful things. Offer one up. Folks will fight for their lives. Glenn, is there anything else useful you could tell us about what to expect? The rooms beyond here are challenging, full of puzzles, traps, and creatures. Think long and hard and use the information you gather from each room to your advantage. Again... There are several sigils throughout the lamp that if you return to me here in this room, I'll be able to imbue you with abilities that benefits that will assist you. Just know some of the enemies and some of the puzzles you may encounter are permanent, while others you may have to face again and again. Can you this... recreate entire worlds? Possibly. It's a powerful magic, but I think I might just have enough to complete that as well. You all seem as he like peers at you and goes I'm gonna wiggle. Lost. As it seems like your question kinda triggers something he notices in each of you. That's something you all share, isn't it? The yes. loss of your worlds. It's true. If that is the wish you desire, that is the wish I can grant. But think long and hard, you only get one. As after I grant you these wishes, I will cease to be. And as he slumps down as a thought, he you could see that he's pretty much told you... he told you everything that he knows and he could say at this moment. There are two portals on the wall, both glowing gold. He mentions you can enter each, either one of them to begin your journey through the lamp. He wishes you luck. And uh, he sits down and rests. Do you guys age? Is that a thing? He clearly looks like he's aged. Oh, I'm talking talk oh. about the party here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Indeed. Like, uh, I'm water, I get finer, but I do age. How does that, how does that I don't feel? believe that I age. Oh. Y you you rust. Sense. 
You make sense. <laughs> I age eventually. Goddamn elves. Bro. <laughs> Strange concept aging. Do you not age, CL? I haven't yet. He is as old as time. <laughs> oh no! He's right. forth from the primordial ooze itself. As far as I'm aware, I've always been around. He may dry up, however. It's true. It does get, get hot no sometimes. Get crusty. Flakes pop it off. So, if we sprinkled some salt on you, would you simply shrivel up? I've eaten things with salt in them before, and I've been okay. But like a lot of salt. I don't know. I'm going to put that in my notebook to ask Sakte for later. Do you have just a whole bag of salt? <laughs> just be like... <laughs> a slug. No. Maybe. I'm going to shift to look like a slug. All right. <laughs> Which door should we go through? How about the one that's behind him? He seems to be guarding. Sounds legit. <laughs> cool. So this one? Seems like a good idea. Yes, sir. Let me see. Let me remind myself which one that goes to. All right. As you step through, the wall is liquidy in a sense. As it's as if you're stepping through liquid gold. Oh God! I let you outside. Oh no. <laughs> we are outside. We've all escaped. Do we win? <laughs> you said no. the walls are filled with liquid gold. The walls, the wall that you just passed through is like liquid gold. Oh, okay. Um, so if I try to eat it, you can't. Oh, okay. It just opens its way up as you attempt to eat it. Like a sphincter. God damn it, Casey. <laughs> exactly like a sphincter. Oh, that's definitely staying in. <laughs> All right. Nope, not going to title it, though. I was going to be like, do I title the episode that? No, never mind. <laughs> Stepping, and actually, let me remove Mr. Ote. He's not with you. Stepping through the portal, you enter an oppressively warm room. A thin layer of smoke hangs lazily above the heat-scorched stone floor tiles. In each corner of the room stands a statue of a humanoid figure. Each holds a large key hanging from a metal peg. An iron key on a head a brass key over a heart, a steel key on a knee, and a bronze key on one foot. A metal oven stands in the center of the room and continuously rattles as if something is boiling inside. There are four vertical keyholes in the front of the oven, right here. And that is what you know as you enter this room. And there's another door. The other door on the other side is growing more of a crimson other than the gold that you pass through. Do and the room that you just came from, the door is also a crimson instead of gold. Do I ask the stupid question? There are no such thing as stupid questions. There's dumb questions, but not stupid ones. Are the keyholes like an inch? Yes. <laughs> Yes, they are. Can I check Don't. what's inside the keyhole? <laughs> it's a keyhole. So it just like stops and I get towards the back? Spinkters. Yes. Okay. It stops when you get towards the back of the keyhole. Can he, can, 
concealed, could you like maybe into the keyhole, check things out and we can, you can save said form to match to the keys? So that, that is what the pseudopod ability is, but I don't know if I could maintain, or like the shape self, I don't know if I could maintain that well enough to be useful. But we could try it. Just Wanna try it? Just a yeah. moment. Let me stretch out and go into all of the keyholes and then attempt to maintain the shape as I come out. Just do one at a time. Oh. Start off easy. Okay. Yeah. We'll start with one. You're able to find the the shape that sh- the key would need to be, but you find that being able to turn yourself as if turning the key is you your pseudopod kind of body does not have the strength to be able to do okay but i know what the i know what the key would look like yeah so we could take the image of the extruded slime appendage and then compare to said keys that are on the the can i show it to everyone what the key looks like and describe what it yeah you show your appendage with the shape of the key to everyone so that they all know what the shape is looking for. After a little bit, you hear as the oven begins to shake. It begins to shake a little bit more. Suddenly you see five balls of fire come popping out of the oven. As oh great five magma methods spawn into the room four and five. I'm gonna move this one to the front. I need you all to roll initiative for me. Oh damn! <laughs> That's acceptable. You know, let's see if these dice will work out. Let's go with the ducky dice today. There's a big old one here for Steve. No, Steve, not you. Give me one moment. So oh, that is me. not Ambrose. That is me. Just as a side note. <laughs> I'll be like, I just need people to move me around the battlefield. Out of bounds. What do you mean? Oof. Oh, wait a minute, Steve. I need to do something real quick. Sorry. Aha! There's your real character. Oops. Okay. Ambrose, what did you get? I got a 13. 13. All right. Seal, what did you get? 18. 18. And Steve, you said you got a 1? Rolled a 1, but yeah, my initiative, I get it's plus 2, so 3. 3. Okay. That does make a difference. All right. So, go ahead and delete those. We begin with this method that has popped out right in front of Steve. I'm sorry, right in front of Seal with the key still looking on his arm. And he is going to... Let's see here. I wonder if this happened because I stuck my fucking self into the hole. Not quite. Okay, cool. He's going to attack you with his claws and epically fail at it. Seal, it's your turn. Okay. 
So he just tried to attack me, right? These are yep, he, small he, he, creatures. See the thing tries to. Yeah, they're small. Okay. Small cool. flying elemental methods. Cool, cool. One second. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm just gonna grapple the one that uh, attempted to attack me. So I'm gonna roll over and encompass its entire being in a slime. What uh, is it? Opposed athletics or acrobatics, if you so desire. Yeah, he's gonna do acrobatics, and I get advantage. Nice. All right. So I got a twenty-four. You win. Yeah. So he is now grappled. Uh, that's gonna do it for this turn. Early game right. grapple builds. Don't worry about it. All right. This one down here is gonna take a swipe at Dorset. Does a 14 hit? Does it hit? What's my saving throw? Which one is it? No, it's it's your AC. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 12. I have a 12. 12? Yep. So it is gonna hit you. And it is gonna do nine slashing. It's actually it's gonna do five slashing damage and four fire damage. And you have something against fire, don't you? No, you don't. Okay. So you take nine total damage. Okay. Ambrose, you are up. Cool, cool. Okay. So really, there's only one thing I'm going to be doing <laughs> this turn. So let me just make sure that I read this correctly. Okay. Yes, it's up there. It's all right. Okay. So what I'm going to do with my turn and my one thing, one thing only. I and no, go over here. There we are. I am going to let's see. Would you would you say? Yeah, everyone's within 30 feet of me at this point. This is a tiny room. So at second level, I am going to cast bless upon my party members. Oh, awesome. So you should. With Bless, usually it's three creatures of my choice, but when I use second level or higher spell slot, I can target an additional creature. So at second level, I'm able to target four, which is the perfect amount of numbers. So with Bless, each time you guys make an attack or saving throw before the spell ends, you guys can roll a d4 and add it to the attack or saving throw. So that'll be the end of my turn. <laughs> Sweet. You might need to remind folks... As we as we go along. <laughs> oh, trust me, I will. Use your bless. Use your bless. All right, you are all now blessed. Dorset, your turn. You are muted. <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing here. Sorry. Just making sure. <laughs> I'm gonna. I have my scimitar. I'm going to just swipe at the one that's right next to me here. All right. Sounds good. Go ahead and roll your attack. Where do I find it in this? I'm sorry. I, I thought I knew where it was, but that's oh, not it. For your scimitar, if you click on inventory, you'll see scimitar. And then you just, if you hover over it, there you go. And then you just roll attack. And if you hit, you get to hit the damage button. You, it jumps, it basically flies upward right under your scimitar as you try to hit it. So unfortunately, you do not hit it. All right. This one is going to come over here and attempt to take a swing at Kythera. Let's see here if he's able to hit it. Does a 13 hit you, Kythera? It doesn't. All right. Its claws just bounce off of your metal body 
as it tries to take a swipe at you. The next method is going to try to take a swing at Ambrose. You're all getting somebody on you. Oh, no. Let's see how this goes. Does a 20 hit you? Please, that's not natural. 30, 20, okay, 30, I was 20, like, 30, 20. I was going to say I was like clutching the pearls. Yeah, that hits. All right. So you take you take four slashing damage and one fire damage. Ow. Uh, Five total damage. Ow. Chris. Yes. With this creature at this point, this creature would be considered five feet within my range. Correct. Oh, yeah. Am I allowed to use a reaction? <laughs> oh, yeah, of course you can. So I need this thing to make me a dexterity saving throw, please, because I'm going to use my Tempest Cleric feature, Wrath of the Storm. Oh, good call. Yep, it's going to go ahead and make that saving throw. What's the DC? 12. 12. Oh, it fails. All right. So upon failure, it is going to take 2d8 worth of... I get to choose. I'm going to make it thunder damage. All right. 2d8 thunder damage. Okay. So then. Ooh. Okay. That is going to be 12 points of thunder damage. All right. Not looking too hot. It's really shaken up by that. Kathera, you're up. Fantastic. I mutter a little incantation and you see a glowing kind of ethereal shield appear around me as I cast mage armor. Mage armor. All right. So now you're de it's still right. So three. So now you're. There you go. You're up to. S armor class is up. All right. Was there anything else? Oh, sorry. When I switch windows, I. The push to talk doesn't work anymore. Should it be 16 or 17? I think it's 17 now. Because it's 13. Oh, wait. No. Huh. Plus dex modifier. Should be 16. Why is it doing 17? That's weird. Here, I'll make it 16. I'll take 17. <laughs> I almost gave you 17. I was like, you know what, screw it, but... Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna... Do, do I remember the key... I guess... Can, the shape of the appendage of... Whatever. It, it, can I recognize which key that is? All four keys look the same. Oh, they all have the same shape? They all have the same shape. They're just made out of different material. Okay. Is there... Can I inspect the locks? Are there any inscriptions or engravings nope. or anything like that? Nothing? Just four locks for four keys. And one looks like this. This one looks like this. They all look like that. They all look wow. like that. This so we've got an iron, gold, bronze, and copper. Iron, steel, bronze, and brass. The bra the iron key is on a head, the brass key is on a heart, the steel key is on a knee, and the bronze key is on a foot. I'm sorry, Chris. Can you repeat that real quick? The iron key is on a head. Okay. A brass key over a heart. Okay. A steel key on a knee, and a bronze key on one foot. Okay. Thank you. Apologies. Nope, no worries. Okay. I can't reach a key without taking an opportunity attack, can I? That is... Yeah, that is correct. Alright, I'll just be like, 
Somebody throw me one of the keys. Might as well try something. Alright. So this method is gonna fly down and take a swing at Steve. Come on. There we go. Steve, does a 10 hit you? No. Alright, yep, it tries to hit you with its claws as you're able to basically just bat, bat it away. And Steve, it's your turn. So, the one that just took a swipe at me, I'm going to swipe back it with, excuse me, a bonus action of two-weapon fighting. Alright. Let's do this. Go ahead, go ahead and roll your attack. As a 15. That hits. Go ahead and roll damage. 1d6 plus 5 2. So that's 10 and 6. So how much? Cat wanted to roll as well. So 16. 16 damage? Alright. So that'll be... Okay. And did you have a set... You had your second attack? Or was that both attacks? That was both, yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. At the end of your turn, you watch as the the oven begins to rumble again, and three more methods pop out of the oven. Keys, guys. Keys. Well, shit. One second while I add them into the initiative order. All right. So... Back at the top of the round. It is the one that is currently grappled by Seal's turn. He is going to try and acrobatics his way out. Okay. We can oppose that. Yep. Obviously. How about a 19? He breaks free. Dirty 20. That is his action. That is his action. So he can't do anything else, though. His newly birthed buddy, on the other hand is going to let me see something here real quick oh chris i forgot because i got hit i forgot to roll to maintain concentration i just did that i got an 18 so we're still good (laughs) okay sounds good all right here's what's gonna happen with this one this one's gonna move a little bit back like right there and Targeting Ambrose, Kythera, and Steve as it begins to prepare its fire breath. Does he hit any of his little buddies? Are they immune to fire? They're immune to fire. It's just that they're just enveloped in it. Yeah, I'm going to need all three of you to make a DC. I I need you all to make a dexterity saving throw. Poop. It's a five. Five. That's an 18. 18. 14 for Steve. 14. All right. Kythera. Oops, wrong thing. You take seven fire damage. And everyone, uh, and then Ambrose and Steve, you each take three fire damage. All right. Seal, it's your turn. Okay, is it going to be an action to grab this key and do something with it? Interaction with an object is a free action. Okay. So the hole I was just at fucking with, right? There's no distinguishing factors between the different holes? 
There's just different keys? There's just different keys made of different... They all look the same. They all are shaped the same. They just are made of different material. Okay. What materials again? There's an iron key, a brass key, a steel key, and a bronze key. And to be more specific, the iron key is attached to one of the statues. The iron key is attached to the statue's head. On another one, the brass key is near the heart. Steel key is near the knee. And the bronze key is on a foot. And if you are curious to which keys you are near, Dorset, you are near the knee key. Steve, you are near the foot key. Seal, you are near the head key. And Ambrose, you are near the, near the heart key. Okay. So... Yeah, I'm just going to take the key that's closest to me and attempt to insert it into the lock I was messing around with. Okay. If you click on that key that's on the ground there, you should be able to pick it up. There you go. You do need to move over to this side, though, because that's where the holes are. Okay, so I had moved back over, we'll say. Yeah, we'll say you moved back over there. In that case, I'll use my action to disengage. You disengage? And I'll move over there to do the thing. Okay. I'm going to say you're right on top of Ambrose right now. You have, you have all your movement. Who do you want to be on top of? Giddy. <laughs> Wherever's fine. Wherever works. I'll sit on top of Ambrose. Okay. Cool. It is an action. It will be an action to insert and turn the key, though. Keep in mind. Oh. Okay. You, you can you use know your what? action. Fuck it. I had to use my action to disengage. I'm going to use action surge and insert the key. All right. So which key is it? The head key? Yeah, whichever whichever one I was next to. Okay. And which hole did you put it in? Are there any distinguishing factors about the holes, or are they all just holes? They are in a line. They're basically four, four key holes in a line. The one on the farthest right. The farthest. So if you were to go one, two, three, four, it would be position number four? Yep. Okay. You go ahead and you put the key into that slot and you turn it and you hear a click as it remains turned. I'm a- I am going to consider that your move. Yeah, no, that that's it. Unless I wanted to use a bonus action, but I don't. All right. I will say could be in the order of the body with the head at four. Yes, I see. All right. This method is going to try to take another swing at Dorset. Do you, Tiak, does a 14 hit you? It hits. All right. It does three slashing damage and two fire damage. So five damage in total. Ambrose, you're up. Cool. So here's what's going to happen, right? I'm going to grab this key first. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to move seal real quick. Boop, there you go. Cool. You now have the key. So then what I'm going to do is I'm going to... I'm going to look at this key. I'm going to look at the oven, and I'm going to go over it real quick, and I'm going to try to stick it in hole number three. Hole number three, and you have the heart key? Yes. All right. You go ahead, and you stick it in the hole, and you turn it, and it remains turned. Guys, I think CL was on to something. <laughs> All right, that's Trust your action. The fucking slime. That is your action. Do you have a bonus action? 
company? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Dorset, you're up. Okay, so I'm. Am, am I currently engaged? Is that what it is? Oh no, no. there. It's just your turn. Okay, so I would also like to pick up that key. All right, you have um, the knee key. The knee key, and we said we were going in order from head to feet. Seal said that right out loud sometime. Yes, yes. I'd and like to... I inserted the head in four. He inserted the heart in three, and then there's knee and feet. Okay, so can I move over close to two, which is... Yes, you which... would provoke two attacks of opportunity on you. Oh, God, I can't do that. Can I throw the key? You can but... throw the key. Who are you trying to throw it to? I don't want to throw it over the oven, so I think I'm going to try to throw it to Steve. Okay, I'm going to say go ahead and make... I'm going to say make a slide of hand check. For this one actually no actually just make a dexterity check which would be the same am i adding four to this one is this one that, that's blessed uh, yeah you can add four to it if you want uh, okay. d4 so that'll be a total of a 16 yeah you're able to throw it and steve is able to catch it just fine steve you're in possession it looks like actually you're in possession of two keys now <laughs> protect steve you're muted Okay. Yeah, I, had, I got it all excited and clicked on the key and picked it up in my inventory. All good. All good. If I delete it out, will it just drop back or? No, I can do that. Hold on. Okay. Boop, boop, boop. And I picked, the, picked up the bronze keys. All good. All good. All good. This is why I have special, special EM powers. There you go. There we go. It's back there. <laughs> Yay. Special DM powers. All right. Now it's the Mephit's turn. This one is going to try to take a swing at at Kathera. Okay. And it, and it is AC 17 because of plus one from integrated armor. Or whatever. Oh, it is 17. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I'll put it back there. It misses anyway. <laughs> Yay. So that one's good. This one is going to try to take a swing at Dorset. And it's going to also fail... This one is going to fly over to Seal and take a swing at Seal. Does a 15 hit? Seal? What's up? Sorry? Does a 15 hit? No. All right. It fails. And then the other method that is right here is going to take a swing. Actually, it's going to take a swing at Ambrose. No. <laughs> yes. I forbid it. <laughs> Yep, you forbid it, because it rolled a five. <laughs> Never hit. Kythera, you're up. Okay, I don't have a key, so I will cast aid. Okay. What does aid do again? It helps, aid. eh? <laughs> it gives everybody hit point maximum and current hit points increased by five for the duration, which is eight oh. hours. So everybody gets... Want your allies with toughness? Choose up to three creatures. I'm gonna choose me. I can't hover over and see people's names, but me. Is that Dorset, the one who's wounded? Yep. Yeah, very much yes. And the other. I'll just the th the three most wounded. Okay. So Ambrose get there and Dorset. Yes. Ambrose. And I could do that and that. 
and Ambrose, bam and bam. Cool. Party. Yay. Okay. Is that should, I also get, should I also get five point? Five point? I, I did. I gave you. It's that blue bar. So if okay, you look on your thing. Show. I see yeah, it. Yeah. The thing on your the temporary hit points are the small blue bar on your hit points, and then the purple is the temporary maximum hit points that you got. Nice. Is that all you, you wanted to do, Katera? Yeah, I'll be like, I can still, you can still throw me, what, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This method is gonna attack Steve. Steve. And it's gonna crit on you. No, not Steve. Uh, I guess I angered it last time. You did. Yes. It's gonna do six. It's going to do seven slashing damage and six fire damage for a total of 13 damage. Ouch. Yeah. That chops me down a little bit. Yes, it does. Steve, it is your turn. I'm going to assume and continue the the key and lock procedure. And you have the one that they threw at you, right? I don't remember which one that was. That was the The, the steel knee one. The steel, okay. All right, so I guess we will go. Can I... I'm going to say you're close enough to put it in. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, do I need to? Move I would say up? being basically being in in Ambrose Kythera or your spots is close enough to put okay. it in. Okay. So case. yeah, we'll go ahead and try the knee hole. The knee hole, which was which would be number one or number two. So head, shoulder, so head, heart. Okay, I'm confused on the order again. So it's head. So there's head, a foot knee. one left, and you right. have knee. And there's two spots. So in in ascending order, we have the head at four, right? A heart at three, okay. and then the next part goes on two, and the bottom part goes on one. So I've got the knee key, so that would be two, correct? Is that what you're doing? If my logic is sound, yes. <laughs> All right. You put the key in, you turn it, and it remains turned. That is your action. Do you have a bonus action? Let's go, Steve. No, Wait. I do. Do you have an action surge? He does have an action surge. He- however, however, we are stuck in here with no guarantee at a short rest. So. Yeah. So use that accordingly. That's why I'm trying to save spell slots. <laughs> Yeah, and I already used my action surge. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold off. All right. Yep. So that's the end of your turn. And we're back to the top of the order. Back to the top of the order. As you begin to hear the uh, the rumbly tumbly of the oven. Fuck this oven, bro. As two more spawn out of there. I don't know. We can take them. It's fine. No. Who's got initiative? Hold on, let me double check because I don't think I do yet. Hold up. Creator destroy water anyone? (laughs) Already on my mind. Yes. (laughs) All right. Top of the order. This one's gonna fly up and attack Seal. Wiggle, wiggle, yeah. I do, but because of how small this room is, I'm gonna end up getting some friendly fire in as well. Hey, Seal. What's up? It crits. Okay. No. Nope. You take 
7 slashing damage and 5 fire damage for a total of 12. Okay. Tanky boy. A little bit. Just a little bit. Alright. Next one is this one here. It's going to fly down and attack Dorset. Actually, first... Nope. Alright. That will hit you, Dorset. I'll bury you. For a total of... At least it's not a crit. For a total of nine damage. Wow. Alright. Seal, you're up. Okay. We are going to use my action to disengage. You're disengaging. We would like to run over to Key. Key. I would like to pick up Key. You picked up Key. I'm going to run right over to Kythera. And then as a free action, I'm going to drop the fucking Key. Drop Key. And then I'm going to run back over here. So okay. now the key is right next to the hole. Okay. Nobody has to move to pick it up. They just grab it and put it in the thing. Is that it? That's it. Cool. This method is going to... I like to. Ch- I, I choose to believe that I disengaged and then moving over there, I just jumped from people's like shoulders and arms across. Yeah. This method is going to attempt to swipe at Dorset. Damn. No, Dorset. It is going to miss. And then the next one is going to fly over here and take a swing at Kythera. And it's going to hit as it rolls a dirty 20. You take five slashing and one fire damage for a total of six damage. All right. Ambrose, your turn. So, this key is right by the oven, correct? Yes. I'll say where you're at, you are able to pick it up and put it in. That's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to stick it in the hole. All right. You go ahead and you stick it into the last hole. You turn the key. And as the, the oven stops rumbling and begins to grow cold, you also see as the portals... On either end, glow golden. Are these little bastards still up and running? Oh, yeah. Oh. They're up and running. All right. You're up. Is that um, Yeah, it is. I would like to cast Create Water. Okay. Over, it's 30-foot cube, so I can, looks like I can get all of them, right? Or over all of them anyway, and the oven. Yes. What are you doing, dude? Destroy. Do I have to... Do I have to map it out? No, because the thing is, with how big it is, it's going to cover the entire room. Does this spell hit friendlies as well? <laughs> He's basically creating a 30 by 30 cube in a 15 by 25 room. I'm down. The place is now filled with water. Um, I am going to say that the methods actually all drown. (laughs) They are all weak to fire. That is a horrible thing to witness. They're all... The fire elementals, you just dumped water on them. What else is going to happen? No, but they drown in front of us. That's horrifying. This makes my question real. Do I float? Yeah. 
You... Uh, the entire room up to the ceiling. Do I rise to the top? How much do you I... weigh? Hold on, the math teacher here. I don't, I'm a slime. <laughs> I actually have a possible buzzkill act question. Go for it, it. It says in the spell that it creates up to 10 gallons of water. In a 30-foot cube. Uh-huh. That's not... Make it rain. <laughs> uh, oh, give me a second. Volume-wise. Uh, Volume-wise, that's way more than 10 gallons of water. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, so I'm not sure. It's, it's so weird that it says a 30-foot cube that it does up to 10 gallons of water. I'm not. Drown him. As it makes my, rain in a 30-foot cube. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is raining because seven and a half gallons is one foot. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I already destroyed all of the methods. I'm not recreating them. They're dead. Hold yeah, your man, breath. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, know how to deal with you're not drowning. <laughs> it's just raining very hard in this room now. Oh, wait. Someone find said, me a chair. We'll flash dance. <laughs> you, you said hold our breath. I'll start holding my breath. <laughs> no. I thought we and were. And, he is, and Seal is floating. He is floating. <laughs> While holding my breath. Yeah. Hey, Chris. I'll, I'll what? what? In an hour. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Chris. What did you say about the rule of cool when we started this whole adventure? <laughs> hey, I enjoy it. All right. So combat is over. Period. End of story. Combat is over. The doors are both gold. Are both golden, which, if you've known by now, means you could go through them. And the four keys are in the holes. Is anybody else curious what happens if we take a key out of the hole? Let's not. <laughs> no, it's on the way back out. As There's Ambrose is like wringing his shirt out with water. <laughs> There's also a table over here with some tools on it. Is there anything on there that's good? Ooh. You search the table. No, you don't find anything of use. They're just standard like hammers and picks and stuff for forging. I have a thought. Yes. Can I eat all the tools since I am now a forage person for what later that, use? What would that do? I need tools. You can take the tools and put them in your inventory. Yeah, by eating them. All right. You have two hammers and a pick. Hell yeah. This is what happens when you let Dakota free reign, Chris. <laughs> I can't express to you how stupid it is to play a slime, and I'm gonna fucking milk it. It's gonna be great. All right. Test all, right. all the limits. Anything else you want to do in this room? Does anybody remember which way we came in? You came in from the top. Yeah. So, other than these oven and the statues and the keys in this table, is there anything else of importance in here? I don't know. Maybe some sigils, runic symbols, like anything in here that is worth noting. Nope, nothing of note. Okay, let's go down. <laughs> Through the All portal. Right. Hold, before we do that, should we test what happens if we wait half an hour in this room? In terms of... <laughs> just for y'all to look less like you just got bullied. This half hour, is that any kind of a rest at all? It's a short rest. It's a short rest. Oh, God. Um, I'm only testing the limits of what happens if we do it. <laughs> That's all uh, I'm curious about. Steve, as Seal, as Seal gives this suggestion, with your keen mind, you get the feeling that you can wait as long as you want in here, 
but because time has stopped outside, you will gain no benefit from it. Okay. Yes. Onwards we go. All right. It is a roguelike. Okay. <laughs> it into the next room. Da -da -da -da. Welcome to the roguelike. Yeah. So this is going to make this is going to make things that are long rests very good and short less good in inside of this specific place. Oh, long long rests are shit too. But they're just balanced around a full workday instead of. So time is frozen though in here, right? On the outside, yeah. yeah. So it's not. It's the TARDIS. Yeah. So essentially, no rest. You will get no benefits from any type of rest right. in here. But when you exit the lamp, everything returns to normal for you. Does that make yes. sense? Okay. Hence, rogue. Yes. Whoops. Sorry. Sorry, Josh. Hey, hey stop moving, Josh. There. I just tried making sure that your stuff was good. Okay. You exit the portal into a thick jungle canopy. The air is warm and thick with the smell of wet earth and aromatic plants. I don't like the and name of this room. Animal cries carry from an impossible distance. In numerous places, vines have forced their way through the dark green stonework. Several tiles are missing from the floor, exposing patches of soil sprouting with hardy plant life. In the center of the chamber is a large stone altar with carved rivulets dyed with a dyed dark red with the tail signs of blood long since spilled. On the altar rests a wickedly curved silver dagger. Alright. Which one of you are gonna get sacrificed? I don't have oh. any blood. I volunteer. You don't have any blood either. Oh. As a reminder, they're both, as a note, both portals are now crimson. I pick up the dagger. You pick up the dagger. I'm going to examine the table for any special out of sort kind of details. Yeah. Okay. okay. Bring no make word tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I'll examine the dagger while you're doing that. The dagger is a crudely made dagger. It does have blood splotches on it. You could tell dry, just dried blood from various different creatures on it. The altar itself, you could see that the sides of the altar look as if they are to carry whatever blood is spilt on it or whatever is spilt on it throughout the rest of the altar. You could see there's a bunch of dried blood and fluids throughout it. Nothing really of note in terms of sigil or runes or anything, any sort of magical writing on it. Actually, I will also say, as you are, as you are looking at the, the blade, it is very ritualistic in appearances. Carved into the blood in common, it says the phrase, noble spilt blood does not nourish. Noble spilt blood does not nourish. Huh. Somebody with blood. Sprinkle some on this altar. Noble blood or... So good blood or evil blood or... If noble blood does not nourish, I'd say... The opposite of noble. Ignoble blood. How would you define ignoble? Not noble. Do we have anybody in here who how, is not how, noble? How would you define noble? 
was hoping you weren't going to ask me that. I'm not a noble person. None of us are royalty or landed, but perhaps it means our character. A character can be noble? Yes. Whether or not you're a good person. So who wants to get stabbed? I do. <laughs> I'm into it. Uh, it wouldn't be the first time or the last. All right. I'm so like, Casey, you're gonna Dorset, you're gonna get you're gonna take a nick out of yourself? Yeah, just a little one. Just a little little one. Alright. As you watch the blood drip from Dorset onto this altar, as a rumbling occurs with the altar, as it sinks into the ground. When it makes it to the center of the ground, you do see both portals glow golden. Additionally, on the top of where the altar stood, you begin to see a black, smoky figure begin to arise. Humanoid in nature. Oh no. And very surprisingly, looking just like Dorset. I fucking knew it. <laughs> I need everyone to roll initiative. Gosh dang it. It's the evil twin, you guys. Yo. Okay. That's a 19 for Steve. 16 for Kathira. 30-20 for Seal. Hold on a second. 19 for Steve? Yes. How much for Seal? 30-20. 30-20. And Kathira, you got a 16. Ambrose, what did you get? 13. 13. All right. Begin combat. The, the seal, you're actually up first. Finish them. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to go ahead and use my bonus action to activate my frost rune. So okay. I imagine the outer shell of the slime will frost over and uh, okay. the room will grow slightly colder. Okay. Uh, then we're just going to fucking run over here and I'm going to eat this motherfucker. And right. we will grapple. Go ahead and roll your attack. Oh, actually, so it's a grapple. So it's an opposed... Acrobatic yep. turtle. Okay. I'm never going to get tired of that. I'm going to eat this motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and roll Yo, your post check. I, I am so happy for advantage. The first roll was a nat one. And the second roll is a 19 for a 25 plus 2, 27. It is now grappled. Yep. And that is all I can do for my turn. But he's now grappled. All right. Steve, you're up. All right, so let's just see. We're going to, I guess, normal attack this one. All right. I'll open a little hole for you. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That one. <laughs> Miss it. And at least it didn't hit myself. Dorset, a, tw a dark twin of yourself just appeared in the room. Yes, I feel a little frightened by that. <laughs> Is currently encased in a slime. Currently encased in slime. I mean, did anybody ask if it's feeling okay or something? I'm just holding it. It's fine. No, maybe he didn't want to. The evil twin didn't want to fight. I am. I'm just going to throw my javelin at it. All right. Go ahead and roll your attack. Uh, does grapple give any sort of advantage or? No, not unless no. I use shove following it. Gotcha. All right. Go ahead and roll your attack. Look forward to that later. That'll hit. Go ahead and roll damage. 
Can I add the who we still have bless? No, so that goes away after a minute. So I will. I I feel like it's been more than a minute. (laughs) Yep. Sorry, let me take away the bless. So just two. Just two damage. Hey, two's better than zero, right? All right. Kathera. I will take a step back, pull out my crossbow, and fire at the doppelganger. All right. The blood wretch is what it's called. Ew. Ew. I love the imagery of them just, like, nonchalantly shooting at me. <laughs> that case that is a, a big old nine. And a big old fire and miss. That's my Uh, turn. Ambrose. Cool. Because we don't know how long we're going to be in here. So we're going to try to use some cantrips, right? (laughs) So Ambrose is going to just clasp his hands a little bit. And he's going to start trying. He's going to start saying something. And then he's going to touch his mind a little bit. And I'm going to attempt to cast a mind sliver at this blood wretch. So I need this. I need the blood wretch to please make me an intelligence saving throw with a DC of 12. So intelligence saving throw DC 12. I hope it fails. It failed miserably. Okay, so here's what's going to happen. So you're first going to take one D6 of psychic damage. So let me roll that. That's going to be a five. So you take five right. psychic damage and you must subtract a one D four from the next saving throw that this blood wretch has to make before the end of my next turn. So y'all go get on that. <laughs> All right. Got it. It is the blood wretch's turn. It's going. It's a is this a saving throw or a check? That's the question for get my out of grapple. Oh, get out of the grapple. it's a contested check against me, but and okay. it's your action to do. However. You are not forced to do that. You can choose to hit somebody within your reach. You just can't move. True. So it's up to you. If the creature feels like it would benefit more from being ungrappled, then that's a choice. Or if it just wants to hit the thing grappling it. Yeah. It is going to try. It is going to attack you, Seal, with an ice knife spell. Okay. So that's a deck save, right? That is... Or it's against uh, my AC and then a deck save on the explosion. Yes, I have to attack you first with it. 23! Yeah, that'll hit. So you take... You take 16 points of damage, which is a total of 7 piercing and 9 cold damage. Okay. So let me just do that. And then it then explodes. Make a dexterity saving throw. It's going to be a 16. It's going to be a 16. You pass it. And that is its turn. On to Seal. It's your turn. Ow. That was very rude. Okay. At the start of my turn, because you're, grapp- you're grappled, you will take 1d4 damage. Oh, okay. So you're going to take 3 damage just to start the turn. Gotcha. I'm going to use my bonus action for second wind. All right. And I'm going to heal 11 damage. Awesome. And Gotta love my... second wind. Right? You really do. And then with my action, we're going to go ahead. Wait, how many people in our party are fucking ranged? 
How many of you actually <laughs> use the I do. Ever cross. Yeah, my, ja- my javelin's gone now, right? Stuck in them or stuck over there. Is that what that is? Yeah, you'll have to go and retrieve it. I have a crossbow. <laughs> I have a crossbow. And your other melee fighter isn't at the session right now. I can throw axes. <laughs> I can throw okay. spells, but within a limited quantity. But I do have some cantrips that I can use that for some minor uh, damage stuff. Okay. So the options, I'll be upfront with everyone on how grappling normally goes, right? Mm-hmm. I can do damage to this dude right now. I can hit him. That is an option. But what you normally want to do is knock them prone. However, if they are prone, you will have disadvantage on attacks over five feet. If you're five, more than five feet away from them. They lose the ability to do just about anything, but it would give y'all disadvantage. So that is a thing. <laughs> I'll ask, how do we all feel about having disadvantage on ranged attacks to impose disadvantage on them? Or would you rather I hit things? Because this is like a thing going forward. Now, when you say range, that includes both actual weaponry and range spells, correct? Anything that has an attack roll. Okay. you do that has a saving throw. So if I'm being completely honest, that basically cuts pretty much every single almost every single of my spells currently out because most of them do not saving throw them yeah yeah (laughs) like guiding bolt magic missile all that stuff would be gone (laughs) magic missile is not effective because it's oh that's right never mind i could still use magic missile but yeah guiding bolt would be in operandi (laughs) i will swing at the dude swing at a 16 16 hits. Okay. And that will be 8 points of bludgeoning damage as I, like, collapse in on him, squeeze him. How much? 8. 8 points. Alright. Yep. And... How's he looking as I'm squeezing this guy? He's looking pretty bad. Okay. I'm gonna leave it at that. He is bloodied. Okay. I'll leave it at that. All right, Steve. Let's try again like we did before. All right, go ahead and make your attack. Hope for something other than a one or 13. 13 hits. Go ahead and roll the damage. Or so that's that's nine. You go ahead and hit this thing with with all your might as it pretty much splats into a pile of blood on the ground dead. Heck yeah, Steve. You vibe-checked it really hard. Alright. You're... The blood wretch is gone. The doors are open. Still open, I should say. What do you do now? I'd like to heal myself really quick with my healing word. Alright, go ahead. You gain four points of healing. A little bit more. How long does aid last? Eight hours. Eight hours. Okay, yeah, so you're good for now. <laughs> um, you're looking good. Let me know when ten minutes is up from the start of that fight, by the way. Okay. I will guesstimate. This lamp isn't so hard. Yeah, Let's it's keep going. going. It's going well. <laughs> On to the next room? Yeah, i Yes, sir. All right. Fancy. Let me get this all set up here. So you can see your own. Are those mechanical men? 
I think they're called malfunctioning servitors. <laughs> oh no! Spoilers! Oh, <laughs> uh, what the hell? I hate this, I, this. These naming conventions, Chris. We gotta talk, bro. The workshop of woe. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Welcome to the workshop of woe. In the words of Deandra from Most Popular Girls in School, what the fuck was that? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, in this room, all of the doors are, by the way, already golden. An impressive array of dark wood bookshelves and workbenches line the walls of this workshop. Works, workmen's tools cover the benches, and an impressive volume of paperwork sits displayed along the shelves. Above the southern doorway hangs a large brass clock with the hand stuck at exactly 11.55. Flanking the door are two metal platforms with thick pipes leading into the wall. On each plan platform stands a hunched creature built with a horrific mix of flesh and smooth white machinery. Suddenly, their eyes flash bright green and aggressively leap off of their platforms. I need initiative rolls. Would you how how big are these creatures, would you say? They said yeah. Very humanoid medium size. Okay. Just checking. Eleven for Steve. And eleven for Steve. My initiative has been pretty okay tonight. Oh seal. Mine's been bad. I got a net twenty for a twenty-two. Twenty-two. And Ambrose. I got a dirty 20. A dirty 20. All right. All right. You're in this room. These two malfunctioning servitors. This encounter, by the way, they name it in the book as I Roguebot. Oh, my God. <laughs> Get out. Leave right now. That's a wrap. Right. All right. Isaac Asimov just rolled in his grave. Yeah. And think of basically flesh golems with mechanical pieces. All right. They have awakened. They're looking very angry from being disturbed by their sleep. Seal, it's your turn. Okay. Is it possible for me to cut across the table here or under the table to uh, this guy without entering the other guy's reach? I will need an athletics check to get over the bench. Okay. To basically parkour over. I'm pretty... Here, you know what? That's a strength check, right? So I will say... I'm sorry, acrobatics. I'm... Acrobatics. Okay, that is also fine. Then it doesn't matter what order I do this in. So I will roll acrobatics. 16. Yeah, I'll say you make it over. You, you're able to parkour over the workbenches. How's a slime parkour? Do I just hop over? Like Slinky style? Yeah. <laughs> Dope. Like uh, Flubber. Okay. Flubber does it. So once I get over here, I'm going to use a bonus action to activate Giant's Might. All right. So I will become large. Yes, let's now, go. You are now large. Yeah, so I, I am big fat. Big fat slime. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Okay. I'm actually going to move, like, right here in between both of them, I think. Okay. And on the one on the right, I'm going to make an attack roll. Okay. Go ahead and roll your attack. So it's going to be a 21 to hit. Oh, you hit it. Okay. So that's going to be 
Seven points of bludgeoning damage. Seven points of bludgeoning damage? Yes, and then it's okay. going to be 1d6 from Giant's Might, so it's going to be an additional two on top of that. All right. And then I'm going to use my fire root as I glow red. Okay. And fire emanates from the core of the slime. So then you're going to take 2d6 fire damage, and you're going to make me a strength save. So you're going to take six points of fire damage. Six points of flat fire damage. Give me one second. And this right. is a free action for anybody curious. Fire is right. a free one. Six points of fire damage. Yep. And then make me a strength save. And make a strength save. All right. Strength saving throw. And because this is a magical effect, you realize that it's really working hard against that as it rolls a natural 20 and easily shrugs off whatever effect you're trying to do to it. Sure. I will then end my turn. All right. Yeah, it has magical resistance, so it easily shrugged, shrugged off the extra effect. That's Ambrose, you're up. Cool. Okay. So, <laughs> here's what we're going to do. So, Ambrose is just going to stay where he's at. <laughs> And he and I am going to cast Guiding Bolt on the one on the left. <laughs> All right, Guiding Bolt. All right, oh, I got to see if I hit it first. Di Ducky Dice, you've been good to me tonight. Don't fail me now. You failed me. <laughs> I know. You know what? That might not be bad. Does a 16 hit? 16 hits. Oh, thank God. Okay. So that's going to be 4d6 of radiant damage. So let me just get that for you. Eight. 13 and one more. That's going to be 16 points of radiant damage. Okay. And for the rest of my party, because I did hit it with guiding bolts, the next attack roll made against the target on this robot on the left will get advantage thanks to the mystical dim glittering upon impact. So wh whoever goes and attacks the left one next gets advantage on their attack roll against it. Cool. That'll be the end of my turn. Dorset. You're up. <clears throat> okay. I'm I got my javelin. I picked it up when I left the room. I just wanted to make sure you did yep, yep. just automatic. I'm gonna use that to throw that at the left hand creature there. Okay. And you do see. get an advantage, right? Yep. All right. Seventeen hits. Roll your damage. Six points of piercing damage. As your javelin hits into it. Is that it? I'd like to move up between these two tables over here. Okay. And that's, that, it. that's it, yes. Okay. Steve. All right, so we are 20 feet. I'm going to come up and take a swing at the this dude. All right, go All for right, it. Go for it. That's five. Five to hit? Yeah. Yeah, no. You bang off of one of the metal pieces on it, not doing any damage to it. Oh. Steve, which one were you hitting? The one on the right or the one on the left? Oh, yeah. You have to roll that attack with with advantage. If you're going for the one on the left, you get advantage because of my guiding bolt, so you get to roll again. Hopefully it's better. I'm gonna put... Didn't we already use up guiding bolt? I don't... Oh, I thought it was until his next turn. Oh, it's, it's just the, one it's attack. It's only the next attack. Yeah. So if it's already been used, then yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that, is that it, Steve? 
<laughs> Swing and a miss. Alright. It's this servitor's turn, and it's going to take two attacks at you, Seal. As it does. I will be the first one out of this lamp, I swear. Does an 11 hit? No. It's a mess. How about a 30-20? Yeah, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> Alright. As it does, 11 bludgeoning damage to you. Okie dokie. Kythera, you're up. You can't stack enlarges on each other, can you? You can, because I'm not enlarged by a spell. Oh. But that doesn't necessarily do anything for me right now. I would oh. take up, like, the whole fucking room at that point. Wouldn't it give do you... It. You'd do a little more extra damage, wouldn't you? I believe I would. I believe enlarge does make me Oh, do actually, damage. you are large now, so... Hold on a second. Yes, I, I am large. I am fat. Yes, you are fat. Which means I go here. Where is your size? Large! No, that didn't do anything. Appearance. Would you rather me make one of the enemies small? There. I would rather you make Jesus me Christ! If you do want to use enlarge, I would rather you make me bigger because that's a solid <laughs> meme. That's large! That's, that is 10 feet by 10 feet! That's a large space! That's amazing! Oh, you have yeah. it! You didn't, you didn't parkour <laughs> over the bench, you just enveloped the bench. If you would like to use enlarge, I would rather you use enlarge on me. Oh god. Oh god. Are you making me huge? Oh god. Oh, you're muted. We can't hear you. Oh, yes. I and I think this you're just a slime now, like a, a cube. You just envelop them and can, can just suffocate these <laughs> things. Or just okay. carry them around with you forever. <laughs> so I will now <laughs> It says it doubles in size. Yep. Audience, if that? you could only see the shit we're seeing right they now. They can! That's the thing, they can! We're recording it! I'm recording this. Are you recording the map side? Because I'm not. <laughs> Someone should be. Oops. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, we should be recording the map. <laughs> sure. I think, oh. Dakota, that was your job. Oops. Oh, true. <laughs> I had totally forgotten that was a thing. We well, will get that next time. Hold up, I'm we gonna just... will recreate this. Take a screenshot, somebody. <laughs> yes, oh, I'm yeah, gonna... Someone please screenshot this. I'm gonna take a picture of my phone, hold up. <laughs> what? I'm using my iPad because I'm recording for my... I'm recording my laptop for this you purpose. You screenshot on your iPad. Oh, oh that's right, huh? Lock the power button. <laughs> Can I, I'll take a picture with my phone of my iPad screenshot of my <laughs> computer. It is in game chat. I'm gonna put this here. All right, I took oh, a screenshot. Oh lord! My god. Okay. <laughs> this is amazing. Well I don't really know how You're now oh, gigantic. For, for anyone curious, I can now grapple anything in the world. <laughs> this, we, just, we did it for the memes and the content, and I'm here for it. All right. You know what I say. Bigger Half fucking party, target. <laughs> Half our party gets a slime bath now. Yeah, I've been slimed. Let's see. Dorset. Yeah, you're right under him. <laughs> Do I count as difficult terrain? 
No, they just can't pass through you, or you can voluntarily let pat people. Like you can, you just meld yourself around Dorset and make like oh. a wall of ooze around him. Oh, it's like the scenes where they're underwater and they're like bending the water around them. Yeah. Yes, that's essentially what is happening here. You just created an envelope around Dorset. This is good. This is good. I like this. All right, Kathera. Anything else? I think I'm gonna shuffle over a little bit, but I think that's pretty much it. Alright. This servitor just saw a giant blob just grow in front of him. So he is gonna go ahead and punch it. I'm just... <laughs> or attempt to punch it a couple times. I'm just imagining literally CLC body would have come at me, bro. <laughs> Sorry, I was... I've been rewatching a lot of She-Hulk. <laughs> I'm Does so a 13 hit? No. That <laughs> How do you miss the fucking massive slime? It just bounces off of your body. It don't jiggle. It oh just jiggle jiggles. <laughs> it just jiggle jiggles. Oh my god. Bounce that in, tilapia. 19 just hits, yep. Alright. It does 13 damage to you. And I will go down. No! As you watch as this balloon of slime begins to grow, and with one punch, the servitor, it just pops. One punch! And turns into a swirling dust as you watch the dust flow out back the way you came. Well, it wasn't my best Steel. plan. That was so worth it, though. <laughs> we know we can do it. That's the important bit. It was beautiful. Seal, you wake up back at the police station that you are at the magical police station. Go ahead and give yourself a full rest, like a long rest, as if you did nothing at all. But the cop person looks at you like, did you just hop in and out? We went on a whole adventure, my dude. It was a time. I was huge. I was like, could have eaten this building huge. It was crazy. All right. All right. Top of the order. Ambrose, you're up. Okay. So I'm going, let's see. I have 30 feet of movement. So I'm going to try to get as close. So, okay. So here's my goal, right? I'm going to try to get close enough, but I'm going to need to get close, like maybe a little bit in between those two guys. Cause I want to cast Thunder Wave, right? Oh. <laughs> One second. One second. Seal, just so you can actually see what is going on in here, just so you can witness what's happening, I'm just putting you in the scene and making you invisible. So you can still see the map, right? Cool. Alright, what were you doing again, Ambrose? I want to get, like, maybe right next to Steve, because I'm going to... And once I get next, more so, like, on the left side of... No, right side of him, sorry. I swear I can direction today, you guys. So on this side. Yes. So, I have this plan. It's not going to be a good plan, but it's going to be a plan, right? Okay. I Let me see if I can make this work. You You know, what? let's just try it and then we'll work out the logistics in a little bit. So, I'm going to at second level, I'm going to cast Thunder Wave, right? So, it's a 15 feet cube. <laughs> All right. So, I'm going to cast Thunder Wave on these two mechanical individuals, right? I need them both to make me a constitution saving throw. <laughs> okay. And they gotta beat a 12. Gotta beat a 12. 
What the first one passes. Second, they both pass. Okay, so hear me out, right? <laughs> All right. I have a question because by the way that Thunderwave is written on a save, they take half as much damage and aren't pushed, and so they take half of whatever I roll for two d eight, right? Yes, that is correct. Now, here's my question. How does that work if I were to invoke my channel divinity of destructive wrath? Is wait, is it? No, hold up. Wait, yes, destructive wrath. Let me take a look at that real quick. Because when I roll lightning or thunder damage, I can use my channel divinity to deal maximum damage instead of rolling. So how does that work? So you would do maximum. So you would basically With, the roll would be made maximum, but you then cut in half, right? The maximum. Okay, that's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure it was going to work. <laughs> yeah. So 24 and half is 12 points of thunder damage for both. Awesome. Now that I know that is an option, I'm going to keep that in my back pocket for next time. <laughs> yeah, it's a good idea. Dorset, you're up. Not to be a copier or anything, I'm going to move in. I'm going to move around and right in front of my friend. All right. Oh, so right in between the two of them? Or you're muted. I also have Thunderwave, sorry. But right now it would miss them because okay. I'm between them. So I can't move back behind. I can't move in the same space as Ambrose, correct? Not unless you're smaller. I'm not. Okay. I will. Oh, do I? You can't. You can't. You can move through a space. You can't move into Land on them, right. Yeah. We had something special our last time because we had so many small creatures. <laughs> but the cube that's created here is in front of me. It's not yes. through. And it's a 15-foot cube, so if you can position yourself, you technically can still get both of them. You just have to position yourself in a way that will allow you to do yeah. So positioning yourself here or here would do it. Can I jump over the table? Or do I have to walk around it? You're already past the table. No, because I just walked over there. Oh, yes. If you want to jump over the table, I just need an acrobatic check. Okay, let's do that. Oh, yeah, you cleared the let's table just it. fine. Okay. So, yes, yeah, so I'm going to go right over the table, and then let's see. That's that going to cover it? Yes. That one right here? In that corner would cover both of them without hitting the other two. So they got to make their constitution saving throws again. What's your uh, DC? You're muted again. Sorry, shit. 12. 12. All right. Pass. And a pass. Okay, so I still do half damage is what it is? Yep, you're still able to do half damage. Okay. So that's I do that twice? What We would do... So uh, two, dam two damage on one of them, right? Or two damage uh, on no, you would No, you would do it just once, and it would be used on both of them. That same okay. roll is used on both two of damage. them. Two damage. They both take two damage. All right. That sucks. Dang. I knew I should have just looked around. Steve. I'm going to attack the servitor in front of me with a bonus action of two weapon fighting this time. Let's All see. Right. And as a 17. 17 Seven. hits. So it's 1d6. It's 5. It's 10. So that's 20. 20 damage? Yes. Oh, wow. Nice. Awesome. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
God damn it, I've been doing this wrong. You go ahead and slash across this, and you realize that your axe isn't cutting into it. Oh, no! Sorry, I forgot something about these creatures. It's, it's either resistant or immune to actual, like, actual weaponry. Yeah. Fuck. I forgot about that point. Oh. All right. This one. I'm sorry. No, this one is going to turn around to Dorset and attempt to hit it. Hit him. I'm assuming a 21 will hit. Of course. As it does 13 damage. That's my. No, I still have 10 5. I think it already took away your 10 5. Oh, yeah. that's fun. Then I'm dead. I'm zero. Yep. As you see, as the punch turns Dorset into a puff of smoke and whirl out of the room, Dorset, you reawaken back in, back in the station, seemingly unharmed at all now. Oh, how long did you make it after I left? We were almost to the end. We almost, yeah, we're, we, were, we, were, we were doing really well. <laughs> what a shame. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they'll make big, it the rest of the way. Big time, big time progress. All right. So this one is going to actually, for its second attack, turn back around and attack Ambrose. Now, that's very rude. Does a 10 hit you? No, it does not. All right. Kathera, it's your turn. Boy, this is going really well. When you described the room, you described a few objects around the room. I know one was a clock. Can you hear me? Huh? <laughs> Your headphones were off. I said, when you described the room, you described a few objects around the room, including, yep. you said one was a clock. What else was there in here? There's a clock right above the portal south that reads exactly 1155. And then there's a whole bunch of books and schematics and whatnot. I want to shoot the clock. <laughs> You're going to shoot the clock? I don't know right. if it's going to do anything, but I feel like the clock might be significant. And all I can do is shoot it. So I'm going to shoot. Are you looking to destroy it? I think that might be what happens when you shoot a clock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead and make your attack. I just want to make sure. If I'm going to use a firebolt. All right, go ahead and roll the attack at the clock. You Dirty 20. You hit it, the clock breaks and falls off the wall. And is the spell suddenly lifted and we win the dungeon? Nope. Nope, All right, the things well are just as angry as they were. It's not the clock that's the mastermind here, <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> All right. This servitor is going to take a swing at Steve. Bring it. 17? Yep. All right. As it does 16 points of damage. As it punches you straight into the chest and you into dust and flow out of the lamp and back to where your other not actually so dead anymore compatriots are standing we got really far we got really far oh yeah i heard you guys were right at the end this one missed it by that much you'll have to show me about next time we go in oh yeah we'll do play by play 
The next one is going to turn towards Ambrose and use its second attack on Ambrose. Again, how rude. <laughs> 14? Nope, misses. Oh, it still misses. Dang. All right, Ambrose, it's your turn. Cool. So the one on the left, I'm going to attempt to hit it with a first level guiding vault. <laughs> Go for it. Let's see. Please be kind to me, ducky dice. Holy shit, that's a natural 20. <laughs> nice. Go ahead and roll Ooh. your... Uh Ah, where'd the dice go? Okay, so let me roll. Roll it quickly. So four, six, so that's 10, 15, one more. That is 18, so 18 points of radiant damage altogether. All right. So. You, you see the radiant damage is doing plenty of damage to it. Yes. So remind me again, Chris, for this game, what is your rule for natural 20s? <laughs> You take the max of your first of you take max damage plus a standard roll. Okay, so then I gotta do some maths real quick. Hold up. So guiding so for example, guiding bolt six, twelve that's twenty-four plus my eighteen that I just rolled. Cause I'm hitting it at first level, so that is going to be forty-two points of radiant damage altogether. Yeah, that one that one's dead. Die! <laughs> I didn't think you guys turned around. All his friends are mostly gone. Shit, no one. <laughs> oh, Kythera, sir. Kythera, I didn't think. <laughs> As you turn around to job. wave at Kythera, this servitor is going to try to punch at you twice. Gosh dang it. <laughs> How rude. What is your AC? My AC, yeah, 16, because heavy armor. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it actually hit you. Damn, okay. My luck was going to run out at some point. And you take 11 bludgeoning damage. Awesome. And then it's going to swing at you a second time. Party. And it's going to hit again. Damn. And deal 14 more damage. I'm barely standing, but I am not dead yet. <laughs> okay, so then on, since, this, since this one wants to be a little bitch about it, too. You know what? Fuck it. Who cares? I'm mad. So we're once again also going to use Wrath of the Storm. So make me a deck saving throw, please. All right. Deck saving throw. Give me one second. Save throw. It passes. Okay, so you're only going to take half of this damage right here. Yeah. Ah, oh, man, it was a 14 too. So you're going to take seven points. You know what? Let's make it. Let's make it fun. Seven points of thunder damage. Seven points of thunder damage. Thunderstruck. Kythera, right. you're up. All right, I'm gonna sidle over a little bit and then cast chromatic orb on him. Yeah. Go ahead and cast your spell. Twenty-three. Battle hit. I think I'm gonna go for acid damage here. Acid damage. All right. Ooh, pretty good. Twenty. 20 damage. You see the acid burning into the flesh that it's held together with. Ambrose, you're up. Oof. Okay. Let's see. Let's... You know what? Second verse, save it the first. We're going to try once again to hit it with Guiding Bolt. <laughs> Go for it. I need you to die. I need you to die. Die for me, please. <laughs> Does a 14 hit? Yes. Okay, yeah. cool. I was like freaking out. I was like, that was a piss poor roll. But I was like, thank you. All right, here we go. So let's roll 4d6. 6, 12, 16, 
17 points of radiant damage. As the radiant damage irradiates it from the area. All right, uh, you are out of combat. Thank gosh. It is just the two of you. Good job, Ambrose. You can, I'll give you the choice. You can, obviously, you can look around the room. You can continue on, or you could choose to leave the lamp. You always have the choice to just abandon the I have a question. This is out of character, but I don't know if it's considered metagaming. <laughs> so technically, because this is road like if we choose to leave, do we have to redo all the crap we just did? Or is it like every time we defeat her, we have to? You have to redo it. Gosh, well, dang it. Certain, I'll tell you this: certain rooms will reset. Others will not. And gotcha. For you to find out for me to know and you to find out. Well, let's take a look at the around the room real quick before we decide to do anything else. All right, make an investigation check for me. Cool. You both can if you want. I I would love to. All right, let's see what what does. I got a twelve. Okay. I got a three. <laughs> three. I'm over there. I'm looking at the clock. Sure it's the clock. So something about this clock. You both don't find anything of note. There's two doors leaving. We might as well see what's on the next room. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> You're gonna go into the next room, up or down? You came in from the left. Oh, I see. The one down was below the clock. Yeah, I guess we could go down. <laughs> the clock is a clue. I'm an I'm a private investigator. <laughs> All right. All right, Kite. There is just me and you. Let's go through the door with the clock. Into the next room. Ooh, pretty. Hide everybody else who is not actually here. I'm legit writing these rooms down. Wow. This a is pretty. Breeze, a breeze hits your face as you stand on a sta sandstone walkway extending over an enormous chasm. 60 feet below, a slow-moving river glows with shifting multitude of colors cast casting a vivid light up to the cavern ceiling. Detailed ca carvings of ornate buildings with multi-foil arches, towering mirrors, and onion dome towers cover each rocky wall. There's a sense of increased pressure and static in the air. A pair of large, imposing stone figures stand at either end of the walkway holding massive shields that extend across the entire path. I don't see is. any statues. Take a look again. Oh, there they are. <laughs> oh, that's. Oh no. Mikey has played uh, too many of these games before. <laughs> They're just standing there. They're not really reacting to you being coming into the room. The moment yep. you reached here, oh, as both both of the guardians come alive. Oh no. <laughs> I'm going to need uh, you both to roll initiative for me. <laughs> very useful this day. Should I be visible? Should not be visible. Sorry. I was going to say, I was just like, wrong person. Whoops, wrong person. Wrong person. There we go. 13. One plus two is a three. <laughs> Click here. Hold on a second. Boop. There we go. Now we can put you back. You got a three. All right. Okay. As this one, what is this movement? 30. So it goes 10, 20, 30. Kythera, you're up. Okay. So I haven't used this ability. I have 
points, two sorcery points. Can that give me a second level spell slot back? Like uh, looking sure, yeah. through my features here. So, convert sorcery points. For your level, you can. You need three sorcery points to get a second level spell slot. Yeah. Bugger. <laughs> get a first level spell slot back with two. Sorry, I'm not prepared, but I'm plotting here. Yeah. Empower does what? When you roll damage for a spell, you can spend one to re-roll up to three die. You may use new rolls. And quickened as I can spend two sports to make it a bonus action. But I really needed that extra spell slot. Okay. I'm going to hold my action. Okay. And what I want to do is... Tell me if I can do this or not. It's been a while. I don't think I've ever tried to do something so stupid. Is if, When the big golem comes around the corner within rain, I want to run at it and try to push it off into the river below. Shove action. Okay. So this one is going to walk up. Start walking up this way. So he makes it to that corner. You're going to take your shove action. Yep. And that is a... Contested acrobatics or athletics. Which right. I'm bad at in both w realms, but I was going to try and shrink it and then push it. <laughs> I didn't have the spell slots. <laughs> Go ahead and roll your athletics or acrobatics. We'll do acrobatics since that's way better. Ooh, a 19 isn't awful. Holy shit, you did it. <laughs> really? It, I did you it? shove it. You shove it. <laughs> off the platform and it falls into the river and explodes into a bunch of pieces. This is not Sparta. Oh my god. That was a shocker. <laughs> that okay. Was a, oh my that god. That was a risk, but it worked. It rolled a 10 and has a plus 6. Oh my wow. god. Okay, so... And you rolled a 16 and had a plus three. You just caught it off balance, like right as it was stepping around a corner. You just boom, just rushed it. Ambrose, it's your turn. Do I want to try yeah. the same thing? <laughs> I didn't know that was an option. I don't think mine's gonna be as successful, but I'm down with. I'm down to not that many spell slots, so let's just hail mary this. I guess I'm gonna do the same thing. Wait, can I get up to it? Is the question. 5, 10, 15, 20. Okay, I can barely get there. So we're gonna try this. I've been inspired by Kythera, so Ambrose is going to run and try to shove this thing as well. I have You're nothing. Try to shove it. You're gonna try to just shove it off of the bridge. Yes. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and roll your acrobatics or athletics to shove it off. This is gonna. Oh, this is gonna end so poorly, but it's gonna be glorious. Uh, I got <laughs> nineteen plus two. Shove it off. Yeah! Let's go! Yes! It a three. Holy shit, bro. I didn't even... Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. I think that was the quickest... Yo, the last time I ran this one, they went... Oh, God. That was a lot longer. <laughs> I okay. just... I didn't know pushing was an action, but apparently it is. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, combat's done. <laughs> Yay! That both doors at the each either end are open. 
are now open. Now? Ambrose. Yes. Where do we go from here? I'm gonna be real with you. I'm running on almost on E right now. And I don't know what to expect. I think we have done a good job. I think we can always come back later. Now that if we get stuck in this room again, we know that shoving is an option in this lamp. <laughs> it is. So if there is no qualms, my friend, are you OK if we return to this police station for today? <laughs> can you can I have a quick question? Can you? Yeah. Do you get to leave the lamp anytime you want or just when there's no battle or in play? That's a good question, actually. Yeah. I haven't thought about that. Okay. Uh, it's like Persona have the option to run away from a fight. <laughs> I will say that you have to not be in combat. Okay. That's fair. All right. Let me put that down so I don't forget. Yeah. So are you all leaving the lamp? Yeah. We're leaving the lamp. <laughs> I think we've done a good I want to say days, but time is weird in here. <laughs> All right. You go ahead. You leave the lamp. You return back to where you just were. Go ahead and take. I'm giving y'all the long rest. Oh, thank gosh. As now you're back inside the room. As the lamp lost its sheen a little bit. I'm going to say seal. Since you attempted to get into the lamp the last time, you get this odd feeling that you might have to wait to get into it again. Fair enough. And the officer is there. So, how'd it go? Better than expected, but not probably to your liking. How far did you get? We got to a bridge. A bridge? Yeah. Pretty river. It's very chromatic. Shit. We could have gone further, but we're both we were both pretty beat up, so the last time I went in there, I only got it one room one room in and got destroyed by some kind of vampire bullshit. There's vampire excuse me, there's vampire bullshit in there? What the the other direction. Ah, that makes sense. Is vampire bullshit different than regular bullshit? That entire lamp is bullshit. Was it a vampire bull who shat? Or was I'm just I shat my pants. That's anyway. I've come to understand that's a faux pas among the organics. Anyway, listen. If you made it that far to places that we haven't seen, y'all may be able to conquer this lamp in time. So here's the deal. We'll keep it safe. And again, it seems to lose its magic every time you go into it. So you will have to wait till tomorrow to go back into it if you want. But I would even suggest, you know what? Check out the bulletin board. See what other jobs you can pick up. Strengthen yourselves. May make it a little bit easier. But I think y'all have what it takes. Sounds like a challenge. And on that note, we are going to leave it there tonight. As you all go rest for the rest of the day. Or actually, still very much the morning. It's as if nothing happened. So y'all can go on your next adventure next time on the Crystal City. Yeah! The, fir- the big overarching story, the big 
big story that the folks are going through has finally been revealed. But what other adventures await our adventurers? Come back next time where we get into the chapter written in blood more properly and see what's in store for our party. But until next time, this is Riku. Stay safe, stay healthy, and as always, let the good times roll. Catch you next time. Bye. Thank you for tuning into another Vibe Tribe production. We really are glad you're here. We're going to have to come back next time to see how the adventure unfolds. But until then, take care of yourself, remember to love yourself, and make sure that whatever you do, you keep those good times rolling. We'll catch you next time.